of God for the season that you're living in your life. Amen. I am just excited and thrilled to see each and every single one of you, your faces. And I just want to tell you that I love you. And I want to thank, before I even start, all of the church that in some way or some form that you extended out uh, a message to me, Pastor Sarah, Isaac, and baby Adriella that's on the way. Woohoo! Thank you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you. And this week was Thanksgiving. I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. And if anybody wants to talk to the pastor, later confess the sin of gluttony. It's okay. It's okay. You can go ahead and talk. And being on Thanksgiving, last week we learned about prayer. We learned about the powerful necessity that we have to be in our lives. The action and the motion of prayer through Pastor Jerry was a wonderful message. And this week, uh, the Spirit filled my heart with something that walks together with prayer. It walks in parallel with prayer. So today, I want to be talking about praise on. Amen. Today, that's the title, praise on. Turn to your neighbor and say, praise on. Hallelujah. I'm going to be reading off two texts. First text is off 1 Peter 2.9, and it speaks like this. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. Wow. Can you believe you're all that? <laughs> See, you're all that, but there's a reason for that. You're all that so you can declare the praises of him who called you from darkness into his wonderful light. And also 1 Colossians 4.2, it speaks like this. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Thank you, God, for your word. Now, before I begin, I want to tell a story. Uh, a season in my life that I was going through, and I landed this wonderful opportunity in my professional life. It was a very high position, especially for my age. And I was just thrilled to, to be working at that place and to be at that position in my life. And I go to work. And I'm usually a very expressive person. Uh, if you somewhere or somehow uh, catch me throughout the week as I'm going from our office, sometimes I go over there to talk to our director of our daycare, Miss Amanda. I'm whistling along the way. I like to whistle. I'm a whistler. I'm a whistler. I can't sing not that much, you know. Sometimes I hang around Pastor uh, uh, Jonathan and Brother Justin over here. They'll let me know when I'm out of tune. Ooh, they'll let me know when I'm out of tune. Let me tell you something. But I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been trying to get up to their pace. But we're just so blessed to have such a wonderful, talented worship team. Amen, church? Amen. So it's just, uh, so they let me know right off the bat when I'm out of tune. Right off the bat, I'm out of tune. But one thing that I can do is whistle, though. And usually I whistle him, you know. So I was starting at that job happy, super excited. And then all of a sudden, I'm there working. And I'm like, And I got a, video, uh, 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 a picture here. 
And I'm there whistling away, and all of a sudden, my boss was behind me, and then he said, Aha, we have hired the right person. I look at that, I was like, yes, you did. But I didn't understand why the comment. I said, why? I said, because you're whistling. And I go, okay. What does it have to do? Well, it means you're a happy person. It means you're happy to work here. Just keep that up. Well, the months progressed, and as the months progressed, I've, we went through a certain moment in, in the uh, uh, company. There was a lot of crisis going on. Everything that I was trying to implement was backfiring. You know, when you're trying, okay, let's do this, and all of a sudden, I mean, we were surviving, thank God, but it wasn't to the point where you were receiving lots of merits. It wasn't to the point where you were receiving any law or anything like that, but just the pressure at the end of the month where the numbers wasn't quite matching up to the profit, and I know that many of you understand that when you have those deadlines and you have those reviews, and all of a sudden, or maybe some of you are giving the reviews and you're putting the pressure so you exactly know what's happening. And I was going through that, and it was just not working. And after six months working at that place, you know when all of a sudden you wake up and you no longer have the joy to go to work, but you still have to go to work because of the paycheck? That's how I was feeling. I was feeling like that, and all of a sudden that boss of mine called me out and he said, hey, let's... Let's go out to lunch. And we went out to lunch, and he said, listen, um, you are no longer enjoying working here. And I, I'm like, whoa, I mean, I mean, how so? And he's like, well, um, there's no more joy in you. You no longer whistle. There's no more whistling in you. And that took me by surprise, and I came to understand and that he was right. I was no longer whistling. That a bad moment, that a bad circumstances was able to suffocate a sound inside of me. And that's a little bit of what praise is. Praise is the ability to express a sound. Praise is the ability uh, to have something happening inside of you and you being able to manifest that thing out. The definition of praise is, is quite simple. Is to be able to express the approval of something. That's it. When you are praising something, you are approving something and you are expressing that. And therefore the elements of, of praise, in order for there to be praise, in order for there to happen praise... There are a few elements. There are only three. Uh, first one, there must be the ability for you to recognize. Turn to your neighbor and say, recognize. Do you notice, do you recognize how beautiful that person next to you is? Yes? <laughs> do you notice what they're wearing? There must be the ability to recognize. If you cannot recognize, you will never be able to praise. It's like asking a person that is blind. It's like asking a person that is blind if they can describe a picture or a famous painting. It's asking a person that is impaired of hearing to describe a, a Mozart symphony. There must be inside of you the ability to recognize. Now, the next one is this. 
inside of you, there must be the ability to decide. The, the ability to make a judgment, to express a judgment, to make a call. Why? Because you must recognize that something is good and then you need to decide whether that's good or not. There's a threshold inside each one of us that will say, okay, that's good. Okay, that's bad. It's like tasting food. If you give food for one person, they'll say, man, this is marvelous. This is delicious. What do you give to another? He said, it's lacking flavor. It's lacking sauce. It's lacking spices or something like that. You see, each and every single one of us has a threshold inside of us that we decide whether something is good or not. So we recognize and we decide. And then last but most importantly, there must be an expression. You must be able to express. You must be able to declare. There is no praise if you're just keeping inside of you. Praise is bringing from within to the outside. From within to the outside. And many of us have many reasons to praise. But in our Christian walk, we understand that the simplest way for us to praise something or to praise God or to be thankful of God is because of something good that has happened in our life. Right? Man, I got a, pro a job promotion. Woohoo! Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you ate this Thanksgiving and your belly was full and you said, thank you, God. Or maybe some of you are crying, mercy, Lord, <laughs> because you ate too much. So we're thankful because something good has happened in our life. That's the most simplest form of praising God. Because something good has happened in our life. And when we praise God, it's usually because of that. When we praise our children, it's because they got good grades. When you praise your husband, it's because he did that foot rub that you were asking for. Or maybe you didn't even ask for it and he just decided to do that foot rub automatically. Huh? Good job, husband. <laughs> Maybe you praise your wife because she did an act of love that you weren't expecting. We give praises when good things happen to us. And in our spiritual journey, in our walk with God, we have to understand that to give praise is something so powerful, so important, that we have to practice the ability to praise. That praise, like we read in Scripture, is there the same way that you need to devote yourself to prayer. You need to devote yourself to praise, to giving thanks. And when we are constantly praising God for the good things that happen in our lives, well, our lives is not full of ups. But instead, we live on this roller coaster that sometimes takes us up, but then sometimes takes us what? Down. And when we are brought down, that is when it's difficult for us to give praise because we are accustomed to praise when things are good. We are accustomed to give God thanksgiving 
when things are going great. But actually, as a Christian, you are called to praise all the time. Scripture speaks on 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Look at this powerful word of God. And I love this because it says like this, Rejoice always. Only sometimes or always? Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Woo. You see, the minute that you entered into Jesus, the minute that you said yes to Jesus, God had a plan for you to praise Him all the time, in all circumstances. At every moment. At every second. And I know this is kind of hard for us. Because the world gives us so many things to be negative about. If we're talking about making lemonades, boy, we sure got a lot of lemons. You leave your house, there's something for you to complain. On your way to work, there's something for you to complain. That person cut you off in traffic. There's something for you to complain. All around us, there are reasons for us to complain. But God is calling you to go above and beyond. I love that Jesus is all about excellence. Our God is a God of excellence. He pushes you to excellence. Jesus says, don't just love your neighbor. If you love your neighbor... What good is in that? Because your neighbor only does good to you. And actually the biblical text goes on to say like this, there is no merit into loving somebody that only does good to you, but love even your enemy. You see, Jesus pushes us to the above and the beyond. And the word of God is pushing us to praise above and beyond. Only, not only when things are good, but also when things are bad. Because that is a sign of Christian maturity. Christian maturity. If you want to be a mature Christian, you have to hone, you have to create inside of you, you have to forge inside of you this ability to praise when things are not going good. And you got laid off work. Thank you, God. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. When all of a sudden you get that negative result or you get a call giving you a bad diagnosis from your doctor. Or you look at my chart, things are not good. But you still say God is good. And I guess, how do we do that, Pastor? I guess that's a greater question, right? How do we do that? How do we develop this ability to praise God in all circumstances? And the way that we do this is, is quite simple. Believe it or not, very simple in theory, very hard in practice. I remember this time when I was uh, mentoring this multimillionaire. And this guy, he lived his life uh, uh, to bring up this great business. And when I was mentoring him spiritually, 
just a wonderful guy. And he was going through this process where he made some reckless decisions in his um, company. And now his company was foregoing bankruptcy. And this guy was just going through a tough, tough time. And there was a moment during that process where he had a massive amount of, of money on assets but no liquidity whatsoever in cash to the point where he couldn't even afford to buy eggs or milk for his family to eat. And I turned to him and I just go ahead and I want to just be with there with him, guiding him through the process. And I wanted to check out his heart because the Bible says that in Proverbs that when a fool, uh, when a folly's person's way comes to ruin, their heart get angry with God. And so I wanted to check to see how he was doing. And so I came out to him, and as we were talking, I said, Hey, how's your heart? How are you, how are you seeing God the Father in all this circumstance? And what that man said to me uh, uh, was very powerful because he looked me in the eyes and he said, Oh, no, Pastor. No, 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 no. Everything that I'm going through right now, Everything, this chaotic moment that I'm going in my financial life, it has nothing to do with my God. It has all to do with me. I made the stupid decisions. I made the reckless decisions. My God has nothing to do with this. He is good. He is a good God. He's still a good God. He's an amazing God. And He will forever be a good God. You see, the ability to worship or praise God in all circumstances comes from the fact that we are no longer is having the ability to praise God for his heart and not his hands. It's when we are praising God for who he is in our life. It's when we're praising God for his character. We're praising God because He is a good God. Not because of what He does for us, because what He does for us, we cannot even account for. You know when you go to sleep and then you wake up, you don't know what happened next to you. But God provided a way for you to still wake up with life and safety. See, God is constantly doing something. Jesus said, my father works until this day and so do I. My father is constantly working. When the faithful one goes to sleep, uh, the faithful one of Israel still works. Our God is constantly working. But there are times in our lives it may feel that God took a break on us. There are moments in our life that it may feel like God is not listening to our prayers. Like God has abandoned us. But that's far from the fact. And it's at that moment that we have to rely on who he is. Say, my God is a good God. Come on, church, say, my God is a good God. And that's how you start. My God is good. You are good, Jesus. Oh, you are holy, Jesus. My God is holy. My God is faithful. He is righteous. He is merciful. He is love. He is good. 
We have a greatest example here at Capital Land. Is this man called Pastor Chuki? Pastor Chuki is a role model for all of us. And Pastor Chuki, when you come to him and say, Pastor Chuki, how are you doing? Pastor Jonathan is able to replicate him to the point. He says, where's Pastor Jonathan at? Pastor Jonathan, come on, shout it out, Pastor Jonathan. Everything God. <laughs> God is good. I am thankful. Yeah, there you go. Right, that's another one. I am thankful. Everything God. We can notice a person is spiritual by their ability to praise God in all circumstances. And we got to say the truth that those people irritate us. That's the truth, right? Because you come to them and you're like, man, this is happening in my life. It's chaotic and this, da, 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 da. And they come to you and say, God is good. God had a plan. My dad is here today. He usually tells me like this. Don't worry about, don't let the devil steal your thunder. <laughs> God is good. And those people, we're trying to give them lemons and they're constantly making lemonades. We're fed up with drinking lemonades from them. We're just trying to have somebody where we can cry to, sorrow to. And they give us biblical text, Romans 8, 28. God is working. You love the Romans. God is working all things for the good. But if they irritate us, it's because we have not yet arrived where they're at. And we should get from their example and push us to that place. If they're in that place, we need to grab them and reach towards them and say, hey, I need to be here with you. Can you take me there? And today I want to finish it off and I would like to invite you to stand up. Because today I am believing in God that many of you have been living your life sometimes probably going through a mindset that is not a mindset of praise. And God wants to switch that praise on. Because when you praise, ultimately what's happening inside of you is that you start to live a reality that has not yet arrived. I'm going to repeat it again. When you praise, you start living a reality where you have not yet arrived. You can live realities in your life that has not arrived yet. You know when you're anxious? Look at that. You're living the reality of the future. It's here. How many teachers are in a house? I remember going to school. We had fire drills. Look at the fire drill. Fire drill was living a reality that had not yet what? arrived and when you're praising God you start to tap into a different reality that's what the enemy wants to do he wants to shut you up he wants to shut up inside of you that moment of praise Job's faith was only reaffirmed to the enemy the moment he was able to give praise when there was no reason to praise. But when I'm praising, 
I am constantly bringing forth the presence of God. I am constantly manifesting the presence of God. I am constantly saying, and, there, and here's a high, high Christian thought. High Christian thought that states that the reason why the will of God for us in Christ, the moment that we come into Christ for us to praise, is to create in us the consistency for eternity. Because maybe in eternity, God will never do anything else, never will save you, will never do any act good to you, but yet you will still have to be able to master the ability to worship Him for who He is. The angels cry out, holy, holy, holy. And maybe you're saying, Pastor, I am living a moment in my life that I'm like you. I stop whistling. Pastor, I'm living a moment in my life where I no longer whistle. Life circumstances has made the sound inside of me be shut down. It's been a while since I have sing the song to God. It's been a while since I've been grateful for who He is. And because of that, you're here today. The Holy Spirit is here today, and today I want to prophesy over your life. I want to prophesy over your life, Psalm 71, 8, that from this day, your mouth is going to be filled with God's praise. Like it says, my mouth is filled with your praise, declaring your splendor all day long. You're not going to leave here the same. God is going to touch you. God is going to manifest something in you. God is going to empower you to see Him in all circumstances. You are going to leave here today saying, God is good. God is good all the time. Hallelujah, thanks to God, I prophesy over your life. Will you please close your eyes? Heavenly Father, as each and every single one of your children are here today, they are a child of yours. And God, life circumstances and the enemies of our lives has done everything to shut down the sound within them, Lord. But today, God, may you revive them in their spirit. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, may you come and empower them within their spirit. May they leave here, Lord, jubilant. May they leave here jumping out loud. May they go to their work. May they go to their home and set a new atmosphere, a new culture, a culture of praise, a culture to see God's goodness in all circumstances. May they be like the psalmist that all day long may they declare the splendor of your glory because they are high priests, royal priesthood, holy nation. A special possessions because you call them to do exactly that to praise you all the time I pray over their lives in the name of Jesus and the church says amen hallelujah sing this with me 
There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. Can you sing that with me? There is nothing. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. Just sing that with me. Oh, there is nothing like the presence of the Lord. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. As we seek His face, He is here in this place. There is nothing like the presence of the Lord. Sing it one more time. There is